God told me this movie will write itself Spread love, be wise and let foolery fight itself Cause it's a war going on outside On the corner, it's a war On your TV screen every morning Not the war with the bombs and the helicopters swarming But the war for your soul That's what everyone's ignoring It's a war going on Yeah, it's a war going on Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pursuit of Truth Podcast. My name is Will. I'm your host. Today's date, October 12th, 2021. This is going to be episode 103. It's going to be called Supply Chain Collapse. The system must go. All right. Well, hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all challenging yourselves every day. Hope you're going to war with yourself and going to war with your mind every single day. Now, we have a quite a few things to get into today. So, uh, I don't really have much of a preface, but I hope you're all uh, doing extremely, extremely well. Now, the American people see the truth. Now, everything that the enemy is trying to do is backfiring on them, and optics are very, very important. It's what the people see, okay? And it had to be this way. The people need to be shown, not told, because, you know, you've tried to tell your friends and family, oh, this is going to happen, and that's going to happen, but you have to let them see it. You know, recently, um, Recently, I, in, in the group chat with uh, a couple friends of mine, they sent something to the group chat that said, that, that showed that the new Superman, I guess it's Superman's son or his nephew, somebody, somebody related to Superman, it's not the, it's not the, it's not Clark Kent, but the new Superman in the comics is going to be uh, bisexual, he's going to have a boyfriend and things like that, and uh, my friends were going like, what is going on, what is going on, and I told them, uh, you know, I'm glad that you're seeing this. I told him, you wouldn't believe the truth if I told you, so it's good that you see it. And then one of my friends goes, oh, you can go ahead and tell me because I'll believe you. I said, no, you won't. No, you won't. And I even I even quoted the scripture, Luke uh, chapter 16, verse 31. You know, And uh, I told him, I was like, there's more to come. He's like, what's coming? I was like, nope, I'm going to let you, I, I, want, I want you to see it. You know, because the thing is that the average person is not going to look at the politics and really look at the history behind it. That's not, the average person is not going to do that. The average person is going to just go live their life, be fat, dumb, and happy, and be blind to what's really going on around them. Uh, and they're just going to not notice anything until their favorite shows or their favorite comics or things like that get affected, or their their movies and things like that. Then they're gonna, then they're gonna think that something's wrong. That's the thing. They don't care until it affects them. They can look at something across the ocean and say, "Well, it's not affecting me. I can still go to work. I can still get in my car and go somewhere." So, uh, I don't really care. That's the attitude that most people have. Okay, and uh, that's the st- that's those are the type of things we have to shock them out of. Okay, and the thing is that we know the enemy's playbook. What is that? What is the enemy's playbook? The enemy's playbook is pretty much what they've been doing throughout history. Look at Nazi Germany, look at the USSR, look at Venezuela, look at China. There's, there's just so many places that you can look at. Look at Iran. There are so many places you can look at. And so, look at, we're going to we're gonna take a look at the ports, okay? And the ports are very important, like the ports where you import stuff and things like that, where the ships come in and go out. That, those, those things are very important. We're going to talk about that later today. And so, the enemy has now come out and said the quiet part out loud, and uh, they pretty much... Uh, Revealed what they have in store for us. Okay, so the enemy is ramping up their agenda, and they're now preparing a narrative. And I'm telling you now, they're afraid of, of they're afraid of you. They're afraid of we the people. Okay, because they're the one percent. We're the ninety. We're the ninety nine percent. 
Okay, and what people see is extremely important. It's like showing people the truth, not just telling them. You have to let them experience it. You have to let them feel it in their pocketbooks and the gas and the food and things like that. And then you have to let them not want to take vaccines. You have to let, especially the left-wing voters, you have to let a lot of these left-wing voters, let them vote for Joe Biden and let them feel like they won and then let them see how bad Joe Biden is really going to be. It's not, and it's not just Joe Biden. It's, 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 it's the system. Let them see how bad the system is going to be. It's not just Democrats, it's not just Republican. Let them see how bad the entire system is going to be. And we're going to be sitting there telling them, telling them, you got your guy in office. You got your guy in office. Why are you, why are you so angry about this? Why, well, you have to take the vaccine. Well, this is what your guy wanted. This is your guy's pushing the vaccine mandate. This is what you wanted. This is what you voted for. And I tell a lot of them, people will complain about stuff. And I tell them, I didn't vote for this. You know, it's like there's they actually put a uh, I actually play the audio clip right now. They actually had something where they they were teaching pretty much uh, sex ed to kindergartners. And it was essentially like masturbation that they were teaching these uh, kindergartners. So let me go ahead and play that for you real quick. Pass it, Squeaks. Whoa, watch it. You almost hit me in the pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny, you two? He said. Pee-pee. <laughs> Do you notice that when you say pee-pee, you giggle, but when you say penis, you say it in a serious voice? I never noticed that before. Some children and adults feel uncomfortable when they talk about their private parts, so they make up cute or funny names for them. What's one for a girl's private parts? Vajayjay! <laughs> <laughs> but what does Scoops mean when he says vajayjay? He means vulva. That's right, Kayla. It's important to use the proper words for our private parts. Why? Because our private parts are just as amazing as our hearts, lungs, brains, or any other of our amazing body parts. But our hearts pump blood, our lungs breathe, and our brains think. All our private parts do is pee! That's not entirely true, Scoops. It is true that a person pees or urinates through a hole called the urethra in the penis. Does everyone have a urethra? They do. It can be harder to see, but girls have a tiny hole in the front of the vulva where urine comes out from their urethra. Urination is actually very important. It helps us get rid of waste, stuff our body doesn't need. Hey, how come my penis gets big sometimes and points up in the air? That's called an erection. Sometimes I touch my penis because it feels good. Sometimes when I'm in my bath or when mom puts me to bed, I like to touch my vulva too. You have a clitoris there, Kayla, that probably feels good to touch the same way Keith's penis feels good when he touches it. But have you ever noticed that older kids and grown-ups don't touch their private parts in public? Hmm, they don't? That's right, Keith. It's okay to touch yourself and see how different body parts feel, but it's best to only do it in private. Well, if private parts are so special, why do you cover them up? Because they are private, silly. That's right, Kayla. Because they are private. Hey, Squeaks, pass it. Wait. Okay, I'm ready. So yeah, that was actually for first graders, excuse me, not kindergartners, it's for first graders. And th these are the type of things that your children 
they're gonna have your children looking at it's awful it, it, that was essentially masturbation that they that they were teaching those children okay and so your left-wing friends not just your left-wing friends but everybody in general but especially your left-wing friends need to see this stuff but you got to see the people on the right are not pushing this stuff okay and obviously we know it's not democrat versus republican the things that we have to unite the people but the thing is that there is a difference of opinion in terms of what the left wing and the right and what the left and the right uh believe in and the thing is that they're not so different after all in the things that the left and the right believe in okay it's in terms of like we should all believe in you know the bill of rights and things like that you know one nation under god that's that's what the, that's what they believed in the 80s okay it was really really uh they're really really similar and the things that you had even democrats in the 80s and the 60s they were even pushing for religious liberty and things like that you know, oh you can have this but you can't trample on religious liberty or the second amendment but now they don't even do that okay and then the republicans you should actually uh at one point they were actually about what they what they talked about but uh, that's not the case anymore and now so the thing is that with all this stuff going on we needed trump to not be in the picture okay trump could not be in the picture okay because if trump was here if trump would have stayed in office they never would have let the pandemic go they would have kept pushing the civil war and things like that they kept pushing the racist narrative the racist president narrative obviously they still push they they still push the racist narrative but it's not as prevalent as it was before you see that the coronavirus death counters are not on the news anymore okay they pretty much stopped on january 20th of this year and so the thing is that trump had to be done i mean excuse me trump had to be not had to not be in the picture and all these things had to be done while the enemy was not in the picture i mean while the enemy was in control because the thing is that um we had to get rid of the central bank and we had and we had to allow the economy to crash okay because this is the only way out of the central bank system okay is to let this system implode implode and go away let everyone see that their money is worthless and move out of this system and move into things like cryptocurrency okay and the thing is that you had to show them the things like the crimes against children the crimes against humanity and those are the things that really unite the people okay and and then when we're going to start seeing this stuff under underneath this administration People are going to have to, people aren't going to have anyone to blame except Joe Biden and his administration, okay? Because you can't blame Trump. Trump's not even here. You know, you had, you had one, uh, probably the, one of the, the dumbest guy I know, uh, after Joe Biden did his with Afghan, Afghanistan withdrawal, the dumbest man that I know uh, said that, well, Trump is the one who negotiated the deal. And I didn't say anything back because the thing is that, well, Joe Biden's in power, right? He's the president. So doesn't he have the power to change that? I mean, come on. Like, okay, yeah. Trump made a deal with the Taliban. Personally, I wouldn't have. But the things that I don't know all the things that a president would know. But personally, I would not have made that deal. Although, Joe Biden was the president and apparently you, you're the commander in chief and you know everything that a president knows. And you're supposed to make changes based on what you see fit. As far as I know, he didn't make any changes. Okay, Or maybe he did something different than what Trump would have done. I don't know. Okay, We can't sit here and say who would have done better because we don't know what trump would have done because trump wasn't even in office um but uh this stuff had to be done while trump wasn't even here so that there'd be no one else to blame except the current administration okay uh the people need to see this stuff play out in real time they need to see the economy collapse they need to see these uh, tyrannical laws and things like that mandates being passed and stuff like that now we're we are winning you're gonna see the things crash around you but i think is that we're, you're ready i've i've 
I've told you and many other people have told you. And I, the thing is that I learned this stuff from other people. Okay, and I'm not, I didn't come up with this stuff. I didn't see it on my own. I had to look at what other people were saying and really research that myself. But now I'm just furthering the chain and you can further it to others. So you need to be prepared. You need to buy your storable food. You need to buy your cryptocurrency, your gold, your silver, your things like that. Because the thing is that don't put all your eggs in one basket, okay? Don't put all your money in gold. Don't put all your money in silver because you have to remember that the enemy is going to try to manipulate that gold and silver just like they tried to manipulate cryptocurrency and bitcoin and things like that so you have to spread your money around and, and they're not going to win no and, and they're not going to win because gold silver and cryptocurrency are decentralized um but they're going to try and you're going to see gold silver and cryptocurrency you're going to see them go up and down and up and down and up and down you're going to see it okay is it is are we going to get out of the system next week no are we going to be out of the system next month no we're going to be here for a little bit okay just just enjoy the ride sit back enjoy the ride know that god has us know that we're going to win okay because the thing is that uh, slow, you gotta, you gotta roll slow, okay, just so you gotta drip, 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 this is how you defeat them, like we already know, like, like Andrew Breitbart said in the book Righteous Indignation, okay, so now, when we look at the economy, we're seeing the impact of the forks, the, uh, vaccine mandate layoffs on the labor force, okay, because we know that the enemy is pretty much saying you have to be vaccinated, the workers are saying we don't want to be vaccinated, and then the employ, the employers are laying off the employees because the employees are not getting vaccinated because of the, uh, side effects that people have seen from these vaccines, okay, so I know social media is trying to block that stuff out, but it's not working, okay, because most people haven't even been vaccinated, you're seeing protests, Australia, world, you know, worldwide, New York, LA, you know, DC, worldwide, okay? So, for once the United States payrolls report uh was actually worth talking about, okay? So, the jobs only increased by 194,000 versus the moderate 500,000 that were expected. And you have to remember, we're coming from an economy where they pretty much destroyed um they they did they they faked a pandemic so that they could destroy jobs. And pretty much, so people's jobs are starting to come back uh, because people are applying for work again in other places. And the, and the for the excuse me at the businesses that survived. And as those jobs come back, it looks it makes it they're trying to make it look like oh Joe Biden's doing such a great job. Well, these jobs were already here to begin with. It's just that people are coming back to them. Okay, it, it ain't no new jobs being created. Okay, because we only did the jobs increased by one hundred ninety four thousand and five hundred thousand were expected. Okay, now Japan created a new minister of economic security role, and it that role was actually tasks. It, 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 excuse me it has the task of shoring up supply chains securing critical infrastructure protecting tech advantages and countering economic espionage that comes from zerohedge.com and then trump put out a statement on october 10th about two days ago he said in case you missed it food prices hit highest level in a decade and that's true that comes from the okay excuse me he actually has he's he's right about that so because the epic times has an article that says that food prices are the highest okay so Epic Times says food prices across the world have risen to their highest levels in a decade on the back of tightening supply conditions coupled with robust demand, according to the Food and Agricultural Organization of the United Nations. Now, you have to remember, we all know your the things that the food's not going up, your dollars are just going down. They're worth less because they're printing money, 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 money. They actually, uh, they're trying to break through the debt ceiling. I think they actually did break through the debt ceiling and, and raise it and, and make it unlimited so they can hyperinflate the money and then your money's be worth nothing. Because remember in the Weimar Republic, uh, workers had to get paid twice a day because by lunchtime, so say they work at 7 a.m. 7 in the morning and by by noon or one o'clock, their their wages are pretty much worthless. So they need to be paid twice a day. 
And that's what they're trying to do here in America. Now, the FAO, which is the Food and Agriculture Organization, the FAO's food price index, which measures world food commodity prices, actually surged by 32.8% in uh, in 12 months through September. Okay, and it's coming in at a reading of 130 points. And yeah, 130 points, and it hasn't been seen since 2011. Okay, and over a month to month, uh, excuse me, on a month over month basis, the index rose about uh, 1%. 1.2%. So the food maker, General Mills, I'm pretty sure you've heard of them, Campbell Soup and J.M. Smucker, you've probably most likely heard of these. They, they, they all actually raised the wholesale prices in response to rising ingredient and freight costs. Okay, boom. So you have that. So now the to gather materials, it costs more. And so the consumer is going to have to pay more on their end because the companies also have to gather materials and pay their workers the same amount. Okay. So it's just going to go up and up and up and up on your end. Okay. You're the consumer. Now, pork and beef prices actually surged the past few months. The Labor Department's August inflation report sold that it actually showed that meat, poultry, fish, and eggs were up 8% over the past year and 15.7% from prices uh, two years ago. Now, and that was actually before the pandemic. Uh, beef prices actually jumped 12% over the past years, and bacon was up almost 20% during the same period. Okay, now uh, that comes with EpicTimes.com again. Now CNN says that grocery store shelves aren't going back to normal this year. They say if you hope grocery store grocery stores this fall and winter would look like they did before in the before times with limitless options stretching out before you in the snack drink candy and frozen food aisles get ready for some disappointing news many of the country's biggest food makers are telling grocers that they will have limited quantities of a number of the products including such things such as rice krispie treats sour patch kids and some ben and jerry's ice cream flavors uh also mccormick gourmet spices and marie calendars pot pies because of labor commodity and transportation constraints throttling throttling supply chains according to emails viewed by cnn and interviews with grocers now these latest limits mean that stores won't have all the things for customers heading into the holidays and shoppers may not be able to find some of their favorite products flavors or niche items welcome welcome folks now, another thing that you see in the places like Venezuela is that they all have the same brand of cereal and deodorant and toothpaste and things like that. It all comes from a select few companies because these companies, uh, they collaborated with the government, like Big Tech. They collaborated with the government to block the information and fake a pandemic and and pretty much implode the economy so your stuff is worth nothing and so they created an oligopoly and now they they're the ones that solely control those food supplies because they got rid of the mom and pop shops and now their brands are going to be the ones in the brand like great value brand from walmart and the target brand so you may go into the store one day and you'll see the select few brands instead of 10 you'll see four you know from the select few brands that walmart likes and walmart or target selects or allows you know just the biggest companies because they want to control everything they want everything centralized they don't want to, they don't want it decentralized they want it centralized they don't want mom and pop shops uh competing with them they don't want you to go to the grocery store uh four or five four or five blocks from your house where you know the cashier very very well and you talk to them for 10 15 minutes while you're in the store they want you to go to target the big corporation where they can control what you consume this is what these people do now, we have a tweet by Emerald Robinson. Actually, you know what? Before we get to that, actually, yeah, actually, yeah, Emerald Robinson has a tweet. Now, 
she says that on Twitter that China has purchased major shipping ports around the world in a bid to control the world's supply chains. The Great Reset equals global supply chain disruptions manufactured by blaming COVID. Absolutely right. Now this is now this is what China has been doing. Now she also she goes on she says our corrupt ruling class actually want global supply chain disruptions. Why? It provides the justification for imposing government control over large sectors of the economy when the shortages begin. It is the Great Reset. Now. A guy, a person, somebody by the name of Julian's Rum says this on Telegram. He says, Big Pharma donates how much to California and New York election, elected officials? Compare that versus other, state, other states. Why are California and New York vital areas of control? Think about the ports. Think legal protection. Now, the ports, I'm telling you, I told you before, when I read my, my series when AI first met you, I talked about how China is going to take over. They're, they are on the precipice of taking them. We don't have a year and a half. We don't have that long. And now China has been buying up ports and things like that. California and New York. Okay? Because you have people like Jerry Brown who were selling the Chinese California real estate. Okay? Jerry Brown, former, former, governor, former governor of California, if you don't know. He was selling the Chinese real estate. You know, probably, the same thing is probably happening in New York. Why do you think the Pelosi's and Dianne Feinstein, the venture capitalists, all about that. Oh, they're all China, baby. You know, it's uh, Chinatown. Why do you think that Nancy Pelosi let Chinatown stay open and go get her hair done at the salon when everybody else had to be locked down last year during the pandemic? They love Nancy over there. Oh, Auntie Nancy. Oh, yeah, they love Nancy over there. Okay. And so China is controlling the ports so they can control the supply chains. And then we have a lot of ships backed up into both oceans, Atlantic and Pacific. It's probably in other parts. It's most likely in other parts of the world too, like the Indian Ocean, the Caspian Sea, other places like that as well. Now, I told you before, what you have, like I mentioned this all the time, what you have is that you have the vaccine mandates from the government. You know, companies try to comply, say we're going to comply with the government. They say, okay, employees, now you need to go get a vaccine. Employees are saying, no, we don't want the vaccine. Employers are saying you're fired. And then guess what? They're saying, now the employers are saying, to work for us, you need a vaccine. And so, most of the people on this planet have not been vaccinated yet. And people want people do need jobs, but they're saying, oh, we don't want to get vaccinated. So, I guess you're not going to have it. The employers are like, I guess you're not going to have a job. And guess what? The employers are saying, oh, we have no one to work the ships. We have no one to work the trucks and things like that. So, guess what? Boom. No, no nothing gets in, no food or water gets into the stores. The truckers and the people who do the ships, that's the lifeblood of the world, really. Now, somebody named Red Pill Pharmacist puts out on Telegram. He says, if products were made in America, those backed up cargo ships would not matter. Absolutely. Now, do you see why Donald Trump was trying to bring the supply chain back to the United States? How he wanted things made in America? This is why. Because when other countries like China control our supply chains... They can do things like this. Think about skateboards. I have a friend who, who I have a friend who gets on skateboards. Now he was telling me about a skateboard he was about to buy, but he didn't. This is this a special type of wood for this skateboard. I don't know if it's birch or something like that, but this skateboard has a special type of wood. It's a very expensive skateboard, like three hundred dollars, right? And he skates up, he skates and skates, and he loves skateboarding. And so one day he was telling me, he said, yeah, I was going to buy this skateboard. Now, this, now he, he was telling me what they do with these skateboards. Okay, he said, now, they, they, they cut the wood up in the United States, and then they send it to Canada to, I guess, polish the wood. And they send it, then they ship it to China, 
to, to make the skateboard and they ship it back to the United States and then they put it in the store and you buy it. That's what he told me. And it seems very, very unnecessary. That's because it's cheaper to make things in China than it is in the United States. Okay. Uh, China has been cutting off their left arm to compete with the United States. Now, why do you think that people in China who work in Nike factories and Apple factories are basically slaves? They work like 16 hours a day, get like no breaks. And then, honestly, in China, outside of those buildings, they have to actually put nets outside of those buildings. Those are suicide nets because people will jump off and kill themselves. And so China has been, yeah, and China and other parts of the world have been cutting off their arms to compete with the United States. And so what we, what we had is the managed decline in the United States. Our elites were pretty much sending our jobs to other places, taxing people so hard that and making it business, uh, uh, making it unfriendly for people to do business in the United States and sending our jobs to Mexico and Canada, China, Venezuela, other places like that, where that they where they don't have to pay as much because you have to pay Americans a certain amount because there's a federal uh, minimum wage. You have to pay Americans a certain amount of money. Well, people in China and Mexico and Canada, other places, you can pay them cents on the dollar and then they'll still work, okay? And that's part of the reason why they're also trying to get illegal immigrants into the United States, okay? Because if you're not a citizen, you're not registered, guess what? We can pay you under the table and we don't have to pay you the minimum wage that shows you how greedy these people are and how evil they really are now the thing is i want you to know the enemy can do the same thing that they're doing to the supply chain they can also do it to gold and silver okay they're going to try to regulate it into the ground and same thing with cryptocurrency and they're going to make make sure that the crypto that the central bank's currency is the only currency that's what they're that's what they're, that's what they're going to try to do okay so moving on okay so we have the Hasbro CEO, Brian Goldner. He's going to take an immediate medical leave. Okay, so he's 58. He's been battling prostate cancer since 2014, and he disclosed that last year. So, Bill Malugan, we're talking about the border. Bill Malugan on Twitter, he put out, he said, Our drone is now over a second location in RGV, where massive piles of steel meant for border wall construction have been sitting since the biden administration halted the construction in january i'm told there are over twenty thousand panels between both spots worth roughly 120 million that are already paid for so if you look at his twitter bill melugan m m e l u g i n bill melugan uh yeah there's there's lots of there's lots of palace there's lots there's uh there's, there's quite a few and so donald trump jr put this on twitter he said uh, he actually quoted Bill Malugan's tweet. He said, it would be easy to end the humanitarian crisis going on at our southern border, but obviously that would ruin the Democrats' plans to bring hundreds of thousands of people who will always be dependent on Democrat handouts and will happily vote for them to tax you into oblivion, unquote. It's right about that, because the things that when these illegals come in, we have to pay for them. They say, we're going to give them health care and all this stuff, and, you know, then they're going to make emotional appeals, like, why don't you want people to have health care? Be nice, be fair, we're going to help them. And then they're going to tax you and tax you and tax you and tax you into oblivion, uh, like Trump Jr. said, and you're not going to have any money left. And then now the middle class is pretty much going to be gone in America, and we're going to have a upper class and a poverty class. Trump put on, uh, Donald Trump, him, President Donald Trump, put on uh, his, uh, he actually put out a statement. He said, in case you missed it, the borders left wide open after the red states pulled National Guard and police. So, yeah, the swarm of National Guard soldiers and state police that governor sent to the Texas to guard the Texas-Mexico border earlier this summer are gone. So it leaves the border 
unmanned with just 6% of reinforcements left behind. Now, Border Patrol agent Chris Cabrera told the Washington Examiner, he said this, he said, quote, we used to have a National Guard posted there. Now, he actually told him that while he was driving along a dirt road that runs parallel with the border near the Hidalgo port of entry late one evening. Now, he also says there was another one right over here, but they took that guy too, unquote. That comes from the WashingtonExaminer.com. Now, moving on, we're looking at Ghislaine Maxwell. Now, we know that Giz, that the Fed, that the federal prosecutors have to disclose the identities of any unnamed co-conspirators uh sorry about that my computer so they have to uh they have to disclose the identities of any unnamed co-conspirators whose names they have that whose names they actually plan to refer at trial to Ghislaine Maxwell so in a three panel ruling the US district judge Allison Nathan also ordered the government to disclose all co-conspirator statements it intends to offer at a trial no later than October 11th that was yesterday ladies and gentlemen that was yesterday so they had they actually had to give out all these names of Ghislaine Maxwell's co-conspirators and things like that. So the, whoever the federal whoever the federal prosecutes plan to actually indict, they had to give these names out. Okay, they had to disclose these names. So these names are out there. You know, it could be people like R. Kelly. Uh, you know, it could be other people, but maybe they have hit jobs set up. Maybe they're going to say, "Oh, this person is a pedophile as well," but uh, you know. They're probably going to start saying, oh, certain people are in involved in certain things, even though they're not, because they want to get certain people. Uh, if you just look at, look at, even look at what happened to John Gruden of the Raiders. Look at what happened to him. Now, I, I have a feeling that not all these people that they're going to try to get are actually involved in this, because right in front of me, I actually have the, uh, I have the court document, which is the United States District Court, Southern District of New York. It's the United States of America v. Ghislaine Maxwell. And uh, this is about three pages long. I'm not going to read it, but you can actually take a look at that. It's the order 20-CR-330 uh, if you want to go ahead and take a look at that. All right, so let's move on to climate change. So in the last six months, Antarctica is actually the coldest on record. That's from Newsmax. Newsmax actually reported this. Okay, so they say Antarctica has re reached record low temperatures in the past six months. Data shows. So the National so Snow and Ice Data Center (NSIDC) reported, they noted, uh, and CNN reported that for the polar darkness period from April to September, the average temperature, uh, the average temperature was negative 60 degrees Celsius which is negative 80 degrees Fahrenheit, roughly, and it's a record for those months. This, the time distinction through, uh, from April through September refers to the period of polar darkness in the case of the South Pole. This polar night occurs when the sun sets and darkness envelops the land, lasting from the spring equinox to the autumn equinox until the sun rises again. In the winter of 2021, the continent of Antarctica experienced its second coldest winter and rec recorded temperatures in the month of June, July, and August at 3.4 degrees Celsius, which is 6 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, it's lower than the 1981 to 2010 averages at six, negative 63 degrees Celsius, which is negative 81.2 degrees Fahrenheit, according to the NSIDC. Uh, now, the NSIDC says, quote, this is the second coldest winter on record behind only 2004 in the 60-year weather record at Amundsen Scott South Pole Station. Uh, the Gateway Pundit actually reported that. So, uh, yeah, I mean... I mean, 
Trump did say it was going to get colder. He's, he's right. <laughs> he's right again, like the guy or not. Love him or hate him, he was right. Um, yeah, I mean, so global warming, where's that been? Yeah, hmm, wow. So, moving on. Um, Frances Haugen, who is the, the, fake, the fake Facebook whistleblower, she says, I have accepted the invitation to brief the Facebook oversight board about what I learned while working there. Facebook has lied to the board repeatedly, and I am looking forward to sharing the truth with them. Now, you have to remember that the Facebook oversight board is part of Facebook. They have people from Facebook that are part of the oversight board, and they call it a third party with no connections, but it actually is. So they're just investigating themselves, just like when Hillary Clinton had the 33,000 emails and she had the FBI investigate. They were investigating themselves. Okay, there's no way that they were going to give themselves up because the FBI was involved in that. Now, speaking of Hillary Clinton, she actually says she will never be out of the game of politics, and she calls for more social media censorship. So, Hillary Clinton called for more social media censorship during an appearance on on The View on Monday from ABC, The View with you know people uh, Joy Reid and people like that. She says, "I will never be out of the game of politics. I am, I am not going to be running for anything." Um, unquote. So Hillary said was uh, Hillary was claiming that Trump supporters are putting our democracy at stake. Comes from the GatewayPundit.com. All right. So another story from New York Times. They say breaking news. They say this on Twitter. Breaking news: A nuclear engineer for the U.S. Navy and his wife have been charged with trying to share some of the United States' most closely held secrets on submarine technology with another country, according to court documents unsealed on Sunday. Right, so the guy's name is Jonathan Tobe, and he was accused of trying to sell information on the nuclear propulsion system of Virginia-class attack submarines, uh, the technology at the heart of a recent deal that the United States and Britain struck with Australia. It says, New York Times says, with rivals like Russia and China have long, excuse me, while rivals like Russia and China have, have long sought details of U.S. submarine propulsion systems, based on the details in the court documents, some experts thought that the unsolicited, unsolicited offer could have been aimed at a friendly country, not an adversary. Uh, unquote. And here's a kicker. So the U.S. traders who gave away the secrets on U.S. submarines to a foreign power had a BLM sign in their front yard. Oh, yes. And BLM hates America. They think America's racist and terrible and a terrible place to be, which, you know, they should all go to, they should all book a flight to China, stay there for a year and a half, and then come back and tell me how they like it. Now, the couple was arrested for espionage charges related to selling submarine secrets to a foreign power. They had a BLM sign in their front yard, and the Daily Mail reported on the couple uh, this morning. So, uh, a criminal complainant detailing espionage-related charges against Jonathan Tobe, 42, and his wife, Diana, who was 45. The government said he sold information for nearly the past year to a foreign power representative. The FBI says in April of 2020 that Tobe sent a package of Navy documents to a foreign government and wrote that he was interested in selling information on Virginia-class nuclear submarine reactors. Comes from the thegatewaypundit.com. So, this is what I don't get. I mean, I understand. I understand you want money. I understand that because the love of money is the root of all evil. Uh, the Bible says that. Now, you want the money, which is fine. You know, I mean, it's it, it makes sense. You do want the money. You shouldn't be selling secrets, but it makes sense that you do want the money. The thing is that if a foreign country got that information and was able to defeat the United States, what do you think would happen to you? They would murder you too because they don't have a use for you. It You're just digging your own grave you're literally digging your own grave like people who give all this stuff to china it's like if china took over they would you're digging your own grave china if china took over the united states 
they would kill you. They don't need you. They say they would say, "Oh, I'm the captain now." Like that 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 meme. I'm the captain now. China would they would kill you. They don't need you anymore. They don't want you. You're not Chinese. They don't want you. All right. So moving on, we have a lot of these Southwest Airlines pilots have been boycotting. So um, the thing is that Southwest Airlines they explain why you're not going to really hear about this. Um, they say essentially the union cannot organize or even acknowledge the sick out because doing so would make it an illegal job action. So yeah, a lot of pilots and a lot of air traffic controllers calling out sick because they don't want to take the vaccines and things like that. Good for them. Good way, way to fight back. Now, just me hashtag stand with the pilots puts on Telegram, not Telegram, but Twitter. They say first 500,000 plus cargo containers are stuck off ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach. And then now more than 1,000 Southwest Airlines flights were canceled. Now Amtrak. It's in here in California. Um, they, say, they say, quote, what the hell is happening? Where is Secretary Pete Buttigieg? Is he still on maternity leave? Unquote. <laughs> Funny. Now Amtrak Northeast says... Trains 465 and 416 are departing on October 10th. Uh, they've actually been canceled due to unforeseen crew issues. Alternate transportation will be provided. There we go. People are fighting back. People are tired of this. Okay? And so now you have people not even going to be able to go on flights. And this is what I'm saying. People need people need to demand change. This stuff is not going to change until the people get up and demand change. People ask me, when is Trump coming back? Oh, he ain't coming back till you do something. Okay? It, it, the things that that's the that's the plan. The people, you had to get the people to see the truth and the people to fight back. Like these parents, these parents are in these schools fighting back, taking their children out of the public schools. And so, guess what? If when children are taken out of the public schools, the government does not give them funding for that student because that student's not there. Like if a student doesn't go to school, the government doesn't get, the government the school doesn't get money that day from the government. Why do you think the schools are so intent and so? Uh, have so much fervor when it comes to getting your kid to go to school that day that's why why do you think parents are going to go to jail if if they don't if their kids aren't going to school because they because they want that money okay and they want to indoctrinate your children as well teddy roosevelt and woodrow wilson also wanted the schools to indoctrinate the children they wanted the children to uh, basically become uh, essentially become awards of the state okay and what is another way to make them wars of the state? To force them into school and to learn critical race theory. I think that uh, now to graduate from certain schools, I think some certain schools have implemented it, that they actually have to do and uh, they actually participate in and pass a curriculum of critical race theory. I am so glad I'm not in, I'm not in high school. I hate actually hated high school. Uh, freshman year was cool. Sophomore year was all right. But then junior year, it, it just got old. Okay. And the senior year, I was just done. I didn't want to be around any of these people anymore. Okay. <laughs> All right, so they're saying on uh, thefederalist.com that Joe Biden's vaccine mandate doesn't actually exist. It's just a press release. So they say there's only one problem. It's all a mirage. Biden's so-called vaccine mandate doesn't exist. That's why nearly two dozen Republican attorneys general who have publicly voiced their opposition to the clearly unconstitutional and illegal mandate have not yet filed a lawsuit against it. Now, the office of Indiana Attorney General confirmed this. Now, he said, 
excuse me, not he, not him, but uh, there's actually no mandate to haul into court, and that may be part of the plan, okay? According to several sources, so far, it appears no such mandate has been sent to the White House's Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs yet for approval. Now, the White House, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, which is OSHA, and the Department of Labor haven't released any official guidance for the alleged mandate. There is no executive order. There's nothing but press statements, despite what you may have been falsely led to believe by the media and their disinformation campaign that they've been conducting on the American people for the better part of 100 years. Now, the press statements have exactly zero legal authority, okay? Of course, the press is going to just... The press is just pretty much the propaganda arm of the United States government, CNN, Fox, MSNBC. Now, there's nothing yet... There's nothing there yet that gives employers any mandate. Now, who else did stuff like this? Uh, One... Barack Obama, who's actually currently in the basement running the country. Now, moving on to your favorite subject on uh, your favorite subject ever, COVID nineteen. So, there's been a report, and ivermectin has been used by a hundred plus members of Congress and their staff. So, this comes from WorldTribune.com. They say more than hundred members of Congress and their staff have been treated for COVID nineteen with ivermectin. A physician reported this. Now, Dr. Perry Pierre Corey, president and chief medical officer of the Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance, tweeted this on October 7th. He says, fun fact, between 100 and 200 uh, United States Congress members plus their families with COVID were treated by colleagues over the past 15 months with ivermectin and the iMask protocol at flccc.net. None have gone to the hospital. I'm just saying. Dr. Simone Gold on Twitter put this out. She said, I can confirm this is true. A number of elected officials have reached out to me over the last year and requested this treatment, unquote. I love it how they're giving us the poison and then they're taking the good stuff for themselves. Rules for thee, but not for me. Let them eat the, let them have, uh, let them eat cake, Marie Antoinette. Let them eat cake, the Romans. Uh, give them circuses and coliseums and they won't riot that's what the romans were saying as well now the cdc is finally being called out for the covid19 statistical manipulation as lawmakers are actually pressing for a grand jury investigation so the cdc after nearly two years of panic and coercion uh, reporting on covid19 is finally being called out by lawmakers who are pressing for grand jury investigation into statistical manipulation by uh, the public health organization. Now, Oregon state senators Kim Thatcher and Dennis Linetham, Linicum, uh, who reside in a state known for some of the most heavy-handed COVID policies, policies in the nation, filed a grand jury petition to look into the CDC's unlawful, unlawful, excuse me, unlawful hyperinflation of death certificate reporting. And just the news's John Solomon recently reported this in uh, reporting on that development. All right, so you know how Anthony Fauci had that ridiculous. Uh, documentary come out uh so pretty much on october 11th yesterday at 3 55 p.m um it had a 1.6 out of 10 and there are about six thousand ratings and then later that same night on october 11th at about 11 20 p.m it had 7.2 thousand no 7200 so uh, about 1300 votes later it goes up to a 5.8 so let me get this straight so you have 5.9, 5,900 votes, and it's a 1.6 out of 10. Later, it's a 5.8 out of 10, and you have 7,200 votes. So you're telling me 
that 1,300 votes more than quadrupled or almost quadrupled the rating here. I, I, don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it because 1,300 is not even, not, even, not even a third of 7,200. Not even a third of that. Okay. So, yeah, they're manipulating that for sure. Okay. You can, you can, you can take that to the bank. Look here on Reddit. Comes from coronavirus circle jerk on Reddit. That's uh, the the subreddit. Now uh, the, the user's name is Consciousness Rising. They put out. They said uh, Candy Sue for this, and it said a friend of ours just lost his father to cancer. The doctor or nurse said to them, "Quote: If you want to add COVID as a secondary cause to death, you will receive nine thousand dollars." Unquote. They declined. I knew the hospitals were getting money, but I didn't know it was working like that. Somebody else on uh, put this on conspiracy. His name is Groovy. He put out. He says saying Southwest Air- Southwest Airlines is protesting the jab is misinformation. Saying they're grounded because of weather is truth. And it's a photo taken from Tampa at 11:34 in the morning. Now there's clear 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 skies at about noon in Tampa uh, today. Uh, so yeah, Southwest Airlines is lying. They say it's because of the weather, but it's actually the uh, the jab. And he's being satirical if you, the, the, the user on Reddit is being satirical if you don't know. Oh, and another thing I saw for this Fauci thing. Um, so, okay, wow. Okay, so now, okay, so now we have this thing updated at 5.8, right? So it, it, on, on IMDB, they're saying 7,138 IMDB, IMDB users have given a weighted average uh, vote of 5.8 out of 10. And so... What you're seeing here, or what I'm seeing here, is 389 votes give this thing five. Excuse me, 389 votes give this thing 10 out of 10. 6,456 of these give it one out of 10. 134 give it two out of 10. Okay, and just for scale, uh, 42 give it a nine out of 10. And so IMDb has something on there. They add something like you know how Twitter, uh, you know Twitter uh, will manipulate tweets and then add notes. So IMDb. Uh, put a note on there. They say our rating mechanism has detected unusual voting activity on this title to preserve the reliability of our rating system an alternate weighting system. An alternate weighting calculation has been applied. Unbelievable. So let me get this straight. If you have 6,400, one out of 10 votes and 389, 10 out of 10 votes, there's no way it's a five. It's a, it's a six out of ten, or a five point eight out of ten. There is no way. If ninety percent of the votes are 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 one out of ten, and five point four percent of the votes are ten out of ten, there's no way that this thing is a five point out of five point eight out of ten. There's no mathematical possibility. This is a mathematical impossibility right here. This is a mathematical impossibility. It doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. From the, uh, she's not the verge, but Metro News. It's a woman with giant blisters after, after the COVID vaccine insists that people should still get it. Her name is Sarah Beckman, and she's from Glasgow, which is like, I think, in uh, in Europe. And she's uh, still urging people to get the jab after suffering a severe reaction. And her legs are just absolutely mutilated. Okay. She has her legs actually erupted into painful blood filled blisters after receiving the AstraZeneca vaccine. I am confounded at the stupidity 
of this woman. Not because she got the vaccine. I am confounded because she still recommends getting the vaccine. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is a prime example of the utmost idiocy. It's just, it's just, that is, this is the upper echelons of stupidity here. Here we are. Boom. You know, if, if we had a heaven, uh, uh, if, if heaven had stupidity in it, the stupidity is stupid heaven. This is stupid heaven. This is, this is as dumb as you can get pretty much, but is what I'm saying. That story comes from April 22nd of 2021. Now, Texas governor, Greg Abbott bans vaccine mandates by any entity. This comes from CBS uh, news. Okay, good for him. So the Brooklyn Nets ban Kyrie Irving from the team until he gets vaccinated. Beautiful, right? Came and came and do what you love. All right, so somebody put on the conspiracy subreddit. His name is Gwimwar Sad Adams Apple. He says, quote, I know there's people here waiting for the chance to make an anti-vaxxer look stupid, but name me one other virus that mutated to get deadlier and deadlier and needs three vaccines in less than 12 months to stop people from killing each other, unquote. Actually, he goes on, he says, and when you can't, tell me why uh, instead I shouldn't be skeptical. So let's go ahead and take a look at uh, some of these comments. Somebody uh, says, oh, and Obama's party that people should have been more outraged at. That one was purely leisure. Uh, yeah, people are pretty much agreeing with this. Uh, uh, excuse me. Do you think during the Spanish flu it only took one photo of the rule makers at boxing matches without masks to kill the mask mandates back then? Shows how weak we've become today. See, and somebody says, back during the Spanish flu, there wasn't CNN and Twitter brainwashing people. I absolutely agree. Uh, somebody says, pretty sure in most cases they become easier to spread while becoming less deadly. Uh, somebody says, that's a fact. Somebody says, in fairness, though, these are those are natural occurring viruses. This one is man-made. I'm sure Fauci is cooking up a real nasty variant right now. If Dr. Fauci Stein says there is going to be a monster variant running around town, you better listen to him. Uh, somebody says, this one is man-made. Don't make claims you can't back up. Okay, sounds like this person just doesn't, just has not read Fauci's emails. If somebody says, if the virus is so bad, why are discarded masks not considered a biohazard? Asking for a friend's uncle's mom twice removed. <laughs> somebody says, it's a respiratory virus and dies on surfaces. Somebody says, how long does it take to die? Somebody says, instantly, because it never existed in the first place. Somebody says, I guess someone should let those millions of dead people know they aren't really dead. Uh, and then somebody says this, and then they get downvoted because you can upvote and downvote things you agree with and disagree with on Reddit. And it just goes on and on from there. So a gentleman by the name of Christopher Rufo puts this on Twitter. He says, quote, the, the reason the Biden administration is at least in the DOJ, DOJ, FBI and Federal Reserve against our movement is simple. We have been extraordinarily successful in just one year. We have exposed the regime's ideological corruption and inspired a national revolt, national revolt. 150 million voters are now aware of critical race theory. Parents oppose CRT, which is critical race theory, by a massive 42% margin. Asians and Latinos oppose CRT by a 2 to 1 margin. Passed anti-CRT legislation in nine states. Bills introduced in the House and Senate. Federal investigations into multiple government agencies. Parent-led revolts in school districts nationwide. Flipped school boards and forced superintendents to resign. Pressed Fortune 100 companies to to disavow CRT programs. Sorry about that. that was my alarm. Uh, and will defeat the DOJ and FBI's attempt to to criminalize dissent. 
unquote. That was that was a thing of beauty. That was a thing of beauty. That was that was prolific. I say bravo. Bravo to these people. Bravo to you as well, listener. Bravo. Because you're putting up a fight here. It's the fight they wanted, so it's a fight they're going to get. Okay, we ain't backing down. All right, so gonna get gonna be done soon. So, so we're seeing from thegatewaypundit.com that John Durham is actually probing Pentagon computer contractors in the anti-Trump conspiracy. So, cybersecurity experts actually held a lucrative Pentagon and Homeland Security contracts and high-level security clearances. All right, sorry about that. I had to make a cut because uh, I had a blooper there. I added to my blooper reel, which I will release uh, when it's time. But pretty much, these people are being are under investigation for potentially abusing their government privileges to aid a 2016 Clinton campaign plot to falsely link Donald Trump to Russia and trigger an FBI investigation into him and his campaign, according to several sources familiar with special counsel John Durham. Now, Durham is actually investigating whether they were involved in a scheme to misuse sensitive non-public internet data, which they had access to through their government contracts contracts to dredge up derogatory information on donald trump on behalf of the clinton campaign and again in 2017 sources are saying now political dirt it's political dirt that that sent fbi investigators on a wild goose chase and prosecutors are also investigating whether some of the data presented to the fbi was faked or forged now we know that john durham indicted michael michael sussman of perkins Coie. now the sussman grand jury indictment states that the federal contractors who mined the private internet records to help conduct opposition research in coordination with the clinton campaign were driven not by by data but by bias against donald trump the indictment also alleges that the computer scientists knew that the internet data they compiled was innocuous but sent it to the fbi anyway sending agents down a dead end and uh perkins Cooey and sussman had coordinated and were continuing to coordinate with representatives and agents of the clinton campaign with regard to the data and written materials that sussman gave to the fbi and to the media now one of the campaign representatives with whom joff who was one of the people like part of perkins Cooey, um coordinate with jake sullivan who was acting as clinton's foreign policy advisor now providing the fbi with false evidence is a crime now former Assistant FBI Director Chris Swecker told RCI that statutes enforcing mail and wire fraud may be invoked as part of the criminal conspiracy case that Durham is building. So we have people that have been saying that a geomagnetic storm uh, warning as a as solar flare expected to hit the Earth. So they're pretty much saying something's in, in a geomagnetic storm is going to hit the Earth soon, and we need to be ready for it. And they're saying it could black out things and you know it could black out the power grid and things like that we know that they're putting this up there just as the the, just as the gizling maxwell stuff is coming out just as the audit stuff is coming out just as the john durham stuff is coming out because they want to block it they want to have they want to have a a a, an excuse a, a reasonable excuse but there's no reasonable excuse we know this is fake now Something I want to bring to your attention. I want to leave you with this. So there's something called deep fakes. It's called synthetic media. It says, uh, this actually comes from CBS.com. It says, synthetic media. How, could, how deep fakes could soon change our world. So synthetic media, better known as deep fakes, could be a goldmine for filmmakers. But the technology has already terrorized women who have had their faces inserted into pornography. And it could potentially disrupt society. You may have never heard of the term synthetic media, more commonly known as deep fakes, but our military, law enforcement, and intelligence agencies certainly have. 
They are hyper-realistic video and audio recordings that use artificial intelligence and deep learning to create fake content or deep fakes. The U.S. government has grown increasingly concerned about their potential to be used to spread disinformation and commit crimes. That's because the creators of deep fakes have the power to make people say or do anything, at least on our screens. Most Americans have no idea how far the technology has come in just the last four years or the danger, disruption, and opportunities that come with it. They actually have a deep fake of Tom Cruise, um, Tom Cruise that says, you know, I do all my own stunts, obviously. I also do my own music. Now, as far as I know, Tom Cruise does not do his own music. Do his own music. Right, so I want to read a Bible passage for you from Revelation uh, chapter 13, verses 11 through 15. It goes like this. It says, keep in mind what we just what we just talked about. It says, then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercised all the authority on the first beast, excuse me, all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. And it performed great signs and even causing fire to come down from heaven to the earth in full view of the people. Because of the signs, it, ha it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast. It deceived the inhabitants of the earth. It ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. The second beast was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that the image could speak and cause all who refused to worship the beast to be killed. Revelation chapter 13 verses 11 through 15. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful to be alive. I'm thankful that God sent his son. Be well, be safe, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going. I love you and I will see you tomorrow on Wednesday.